What's up, everyone? It's your favorite part-time podcaster, full-time horror nerd, and welcome back to another episode of From the Depths Podcast. We are on episode number 37, and tonight we'll be talking about Spiral from the Book of Saw. I got a very special guest lined up. We're bringing on Chad Threat of Pile Driver Incorporated. That is uh, hopefully, hopefully, an up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast um, that'll hopefully hit hit podcasts soon, wherever you listen to your shows. So real quick before we get into that, we're going to listen to the trailer from Spiral. Um, that seemed to get a lot of positive feedback. So here it is, and after that, uh, you'll hear from Chad and myself. Detective Banks, do you know where your officers are? Jigsaw? Wait, I thought the Jigsaw Killer was dead. He is. Hours, not days. How can I catch this guy? If there's nobody on the bus, I can bus! You can't do this alone. Whoever did this has another motive. Something personal. When was the last time you saw your father? Jigsaw copycat. This is gonna go sideways fast. I'm a nuts man like a spiral. All available units, officer down. That was just a diversion to get us out of the precinct. Spiral, 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 spiral. I need everyone on this case. He could be anywhere. He could be anyone. We're gonna tear this city apart. I'm a nuts man like a spiral. Hello, Detective Banks. When was the last time you saw your father? All right, everyone. Welcome back. We just got done listening to the trailer for Spiral from the Book of Saw. With me, I have my very good friend, wow, Chad Threat. Um, That's not really his last name. It just sounds a lot cooler. And I've called him that so much, I forget how how actually to pronounce his last name. So, Chad, welcome to From the Depths podcast. What up? It is pronounced Threat. Threat. So, three with a T. Three with a T, but Threat is way cooler. It's got an extra tea in there for spice. Uh. <laughs> um, so this is actually our, uh, we're going to call this the do-over because we 
did this a couple days ago and I'm not going to blame it on the alcohol. Um, but I don't use zoom that much. And apparently, uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and nothing saved. Yeah. But, uh, you know, good things come in twos. I think, is that how the saying goes? Uh, <laughs> second, first, the worst, second, the best. So let's go with that. As long as we don't get a third one. Um, and again, we're recording this over zoom. So if the audio is a little, is a little weird, um, that's totally my fault. Not Chad's, but Chad, today we're going to talk about Spyro from the Book of Saw, which I forced you into buying a physical copy of in the Steelbook. Um, but our little bit of our backstory, we met a few years ago when I um, first came to where we work and we bonded over our love per, for professional wrestling, professional wrestling, which has kind of diminished over the past couple of years. Yeah, I would say because so. a, a certain <laughs> brand's product isn't uh, as good as it used to be. Yeah, yeah, but it's still that's how we that's how we started our love. Yeah, it is exactly. And then our love kind of fell apart when you found out I had a podcast and you asked me what it was about, and I said it was about oh. horror movies, and you were like, "Oh no, I'm not a fan. I'm I get really afraid very easily." Oh yeah, yeah. That is that's the story that that you portray <laughs> about and, how I feel about horror. And then you asked me like, "Hey, would you ever have me on?" And I'm like, "Well, are you famous?" And you were like, <laughs> "No." And I was like, "No." What are you gonna do for me? Are you famous? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm glad to have you on. Um, and what I try to do with uh the few guests that I've had is, where did your love for horror start? Um. I think a lot of the like the older movies that I remember seeing first. So Nightmare on Elm Street was always like one of those that I remember vividly. And I thought those movies were funnier more than scary. So I think that's why I'm already messed up in the head as it is. Okay. Um, but I remember also too, um, Pumpkinhead was like a really like good classic one, Leprechaun. And uh, I believe it was uh, Warlock. That was another like. Oh wow! I forgot about Warlock. One. Warlock or, was another one. I always get Warlock and Wishmaster kind of uh, mixed up. Wishmaster was good too. Like I did like Wishmaster a lot, but uh, but no, Warlock was was another one for me. Uh, but the classics like Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, and Freddy or uh, Friday Thirteenth were always like the main like go tos though. Would you? Uh... Would you say, because, you know, people say those and those are kind of the cliche answers. Over time, right. you think you've gotten into more of like obscure, um, not well-known type films or just the ones I tell you to watch? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, like uh, as I got older, like I learned to appreciate a lot more movies uh, mm -hmm. outside. I mean, not just horror, though, but I think it used to be more like I just wanted to see more of like the slasher type stuff. But okay. then I started to appreciate more movies that were more um, that weren't just relying on the violence aspect. Like, so one of my favorite movies is uh, The Woman in Black. No gore whatsoever. Like, the, I don't think it had the OG or the remake with Harry Potter. The I only watched a remake with Harry Potter. Okay, I've like, never seen I never the original seen either. Yeah, but uh, because for a long time, like the Eli Roths, like his movies, like were definitely something that made me look into other ones that were like older movies, like French ones that were like pure gore. But then okay. I started trying to find movies that were more 
emotional like thrilling than oh, just uh, psychological horror yeah yeah that's that's what i was trying to say thank you that's how an experience i am with that's what i'm here horror. for <laughs> <laughs> uh so before we get into uh, you know we go from oh i don't like i used to watch torture porn uh movies when i was younger <laughs> to we're going to talk about a torture porn movie for the most part right um, but we talk at work all the time what we watch um, we've been talking about the Suicide Squad a lot lately, mm-hmm. um, but is there any horror that you've seen recently that um, has really grabbed your attention? Uh, ever since uh, you put me on to, well, not put me on to, but I finally signed up for Shutter. I've been watching some. I put you Been watching some stuff here and there, like the late, like uh, I wouldn't say it's like pure horror. Like it was funny, like a satire, but Psycho Gorman was pretty good. Man, um, that man. was that was that was a fun, fun movie. I'll be talking about that movie hopefully shortly. There is another podcast, um, direct to VHS. Uh, I got a buddy named Jason, and he he really wants to talk about that. So hopefully we'll have him on soon. Um, yeah, Psycho Gorman was. Uh, it took me a few times to to really get through it. Uh, I think because I might have gotten a little too high. Um, and the and the little girl, I was just so, and like that little girl did the part great. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But I wanted to throw a fucking rock at her every time. <laughs> yeah, she she played that asshole character to a T. So I was like, I think I need to be sober to watch this one. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I like I still need to watch the other the vampire one that was the Shutter exclusive that you told me to watch. Jacob's wife. Uh, no, the um the boys of oh boy uh, uh boys of County Hell. Yes, that I've been meaning to watch that. I need to watch that soon. I, I recently asked you about uh, when it releases uh, Lamb. Uh, yeah, which I forgot that was coming out. It, I watched a trailer on it. I know you don't you watch trailers. You know better than to ask me if I watch trailers. I know you watch trailers. I know you don't watch trailers, but I watched it and it was like, I have to watch this. Like, I have to see what this is. I saw the poster on. and I was I was intrigued. Yeah. And that's yeah. an, that's going to be an A twenty four one, and I've never been disappointed by an A twenty four horror film. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's I think that's the one I'm looking forward to, and I heard there might be doing another VHS. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking at yeah. that as well too. I uh, I was a fan of the first two. I wasn't. I was. I mean, the third one was okay, but yeah, I feel like the, those group of people that make those movies. I, I like a lot of that because they're I think a lot of that group was the first two or yeah, VHS one and two were the ones that made like your next and yeah I forget uh, the I forget the team behind that because they're coming out with uh they're doing Scream Five I didn't know that yeah I knew they were making a Scream Five but I didn't know that was oh the it's same all group. done it comes out next year oh I'm hyped for that then same yeah Scream is my I don't know if I've ever actually said it on the show before I'd be surprised if I didn't but horror wise Scream is my favorite one of all time. Uh, it's so meta like yeah. that like i love scream i actually have a very uh it's not a funny uh story but uh so one of my younger brothers had uh seizures a lot when he was a kid like a baby like i'm talking like fresh out the womb and i remember i was at my dad's uh and his girlfriend at the time my brother's mom we were in our in my bedroom and i'm on a bunk bed and scream on a vhs and it's the scene where the principal gets gets killed and my dad starts freaking out and i just see my baby brother's body just like do the harlem shake god yeah i have a very dark sense of humor <laughs> but you know it is what it is he's fine. Uh, he's fine. Is it, 
as soon as you said seizure, I try not to laugh. <laughs> Just because um, how you brought it, how you started the conversation about it. <laughs> well, that's part of having a dark humor. You gotta, you gotta make make fun of very serious, that's fair. serious things. But before I lose fans, let's not go <laughs> too deep into that. Um, so spiral. This is the tenth. Ninth, tenth installment, essentially in the in the Saw franchise, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, because I think they number wise they went up to seven, seven six or, or seven. God, I, you know my my shelf's a little far away. I can't really see, but yeah. Um, so this this franchise has been around for a while. Um, and it is one that is very very hit or miss. And you know the the first three I think are are phenomenally good. And then the rest, and I actually did kind of enjoy Jigsaw. Um, yeah. But yeah. the rest, you just kind of went to see, I don't know, how are they going to, what fucked up ways can they come kill people this time? Yeah, I think it was the uh, the the executions and also the, you know, the M. Night Shyamalan, like the twist, like you wanted to know what the twist was of that movie at the time. Yeah, because every, every, every single one had one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some were predictable. Some were okay. Speaking of unpredictable. And then, uh, like we said, uh, when we first did this um, before I fucked up and didn't save it, um, there will be some probably some spoilers in this episode. This is going to be a a free reign. So uh, the setting of this whole thing is you follow a detective played by Chris Rock, and he is essentially searching for the jigsaw killer. But it's actually a copycat. Yeah, and I, I was very happy. I know we spoke about that before. I was very happy with how the film felt, with it, with it being with the description of this is from the book of Saw, not a Saw movie. I was I was yeah. very happy with the way they made it and the execution. Uh, but just like we spoke about before, it was kind of hard for a little bit to uh, take Chris Rock. It was Somewhat so seriously. hard to take Chris, Chris Rock seriously because, yeah. like, I the very serious scenes where he just tried to look serious. I kept thinking of The Rock and the Jumanji with the, like the <laughs> smoldering intensity, <laughs> and like, and you know, he did a quick a couple uh, um, like jokes here and there. Um, like, did you know Pil- we're both married? You know, Pilates isn't isn't real. Pilates I haven't googled this. Pilates doesn't exist does at all. Exist. Didn't know it. If she says she's going to Pilates, she's having an affair. It's all lies, dog. All lies. Gotta get rid of it to track that phone. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it essentially is this whole this whole movie is centered around a police department, and they're attacking dirty cops, which kind of sits with the uh, I guess political quote unquote climate that we're in right now. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, man, some of the some of the kills in this one were, I'd say, pretty intense, but not as intense as some previous ones. Yeah, there's, uh, like I said before, the the ones my favorite ones out of the whole Saw series was when they were setting it up to where no one could escape. Like they, like she intentionally, one of the characters intentionally made the traps that they cannot win. And those were like my favorite ones compared to a lot of the other Saw movies. And there were a couple, it seemed like in this one that you couldn't win at all. Any of them. I felt like any of them. Um, 
I what I will say what I because I I watched this for a second time uh, for the show and I did enjoy it more the the second time around. Um, I was a big fan of the the pig mask from the original. Uh, I have my own thing of it, so I liked how they used that, which you know I wasn't thinking until then. A pig cop get it? I didn't either. I, I didn't just either. thought of that. Um, and then I liked how at first I wasn't a fan of the voice that they used. The and I was like voice the uh, the I don't oh, want to say jigsaw, but yeah, like the, I, the copycat voice. And that that voice I, that's what made me think that it was a woman at first because I thought it was masking a woman's voice because it seemed more it didn't seem as deep as the masked voice from the past movies yeah it's for some, it sounded more high-pitched and that's why i was like i wasn't for sure if it was like the captain or it, it made me think more of who who i thought it was which again that reveal was very surprising and well done yeah so the the first kill we have is a is a guy hanging from his tongue and a a subway state i don't know if subway station is the right a trail car underground it was it was subway subway station underground Um, subway station and he has to cut his tongue because he lies on the stand all the time or or die um you have the finger trap kill Mm -hmm. you have the skin skin alive kill yeah uh the hot wax and the glass which I think the glass, you know, might have been my favorite at the end of the day. Yeah, and then the last one. You were a fan of the last one. I was a fan of the last one because it was that was the multi multi setup with the initial, hey, you have to hit this target and save your I forget, spoilers, right? Okay. Yeah, save spoilers, your father yeah. sort of thing. So but then at the end how you didn't know that it was more to it you just see him rise from the ground and just had to put that that had more thought planned out out of all the traps in my opinion and that was like that's why it was my favorite yeah so uh one thing obviously we're probably going to go back and forth uh, a little bit with different scenes and shit from the movie um i thought samuel l jackson who i feel like needed was going to be in it a lot longer than he was. Yeah. He, he, uh, and like we said before, they really make it seem like it could potentially be Chris Rock's character doing all of this. Cause when he meets Sam Jackson and the apartment, it kind of makes it seem like he's kind of talking to himself. Yeah. I honestly thought because the way they referenced Samuel L. Jackson's character, that it was in a past tense as if he was dead and that he put, he, all of a sudden is in Chris Rock's apartment. And then at the time I, I thought that he was like hallucinating and that he saw his dad there. And that's, what's going to be the payoff at the end is that he's living through his dad's eyes and all sorts of stuff. But no, he was, he was there. And there was, was really a time him. too, where uh, um, Sam Jackson's character goes to the soap factory and you think he's the, the copycat killer yeah. for a hot second too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess the one thing that's really important to mention is Chris Rock is constantly looking over his shoulder uh, because he was a is a good cop who it turned in. Rat. Yep, who turned in a dirty cop, and then the whole precinct has 
handed out for him. Essentially, he he got shot. Shunned. Shunned that man. They shunned him, but he also got shot. Yeah, he got shot in the back. Yeah. Uh, and his dad, Sam Jackson, was the police chief at that time. So, yeah, everybody thinks of him as a rat. Nobody. He gets lead uh, of the case because the guy that first got killed, they were like best friends. He was the only one that essentially had his back after everything happened. Yeah. And that was like another dynamic that like having the main focus be just straight up the police department as opposed to just being part of the subplot of the story. Yeah. That was that was a really good storytelling that they did with that. And we talked about before the cinematography, I thought it was great compared to a lot of the other Saw movies that were very visually darker pictures because they made it to where no police station is going to operate like that at 12 o'clock at midnight. It, it They can't just always go out in the dark and try to hunt this guy. Right. So when they had those scenes, like everything in the daytime and they mentioned how hot it was. And that's also part of the element of the movie was the temperature and everybody sweating and all this other stuff. I think they did a great job of storytelling with that aspect. There's a flashback after Chris Rock. Uh, I, I think I don't write notes. Everybody knows that. So I tend to not remember characters names sometimes, but I think his name was Zeke. Um, yeah. Zeke. Yeah. Uh, his dad and the current captain Angie remember that um, because of a little thing that happens. You, it kind of comes off that you might think that they were having an affair at the time. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, more personal interaction other than boss. subtle hints. Yeah, subtle hints. yeah, yeah, or even with like the dad and stuff too. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite part? Well, let's. I'm sorry. Let's let's hop to the end. the The twist. Yes, you find out that. So, yeah, Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock's character gets paired with a new partner. Uh, probably the first partner he had since his uh, friend died. Uh, but yeah, part with a rookie. Didn't want a rookie. Was was doing that typical. Hell no! Don't want this guy. I don't work well with others. Sort of thing. Uh, and then you come to the payoff of the big twist. So uh, backstory on why he got, he, he turned in an ex-partner that shot a witness. Um, it was a, a, a cop threw somebody off of a building. They were going to testify against the cop. That guy told his partner and his partner pulled a gun on him and shot him. Well, and we think Charlie, we think he's the one that got skinned alive because of the tattoo. Right. That was that red hair. And then come to find out he was the child that Chris Rock's character said to be quiet and pretty much hid in the closet who worked his ass off to get to be a detective. Because you got to be a beat cop before you can be a detective. Oh, yeah. He went through the ringer to get this plan, the long con. Yeah. And then to get in that department specifically for all of this to happen. Yep. Yep. Just to get the revenge on the people that the dirty cops that wronged him and his family that made him lose his father, which I, again, there was only like one part where I, I I thought it was him, but when they did the whole skin to life thing, that threw me off completely off track. 
and I did not pick up on anything. I this definitely I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I wasn't I was, expecting that. I was expecting maybe some random or somebody else on the police force, or he could have been Chris Rock. Yeah, I, I was very, very surprised with it, and I was happy with it with the payoff. Uh, and the way they ended it made it seem like it's they definitely close it to where it's open to where they can continue making movies from the book of Saul. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm spiral I'm two from the second book of Saul. Yeah, spirals, spirals, the plural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing I, I I was thinking back on too is. Do you think because you think SWAT because the SWAT team storms everything, uh, the building at the end? Do you think they noticed the elevator closing? Because it looks like somebody, a, a SWAT member, walks into onto the screen, but were they just like trying to cover Chris Rock's like back and circle them? Or were they going towards the elevator? Right, you like, you can't. They were so unaware of the surroundings, like, right? How many people there were. Like you didn't decide to look right once, like, or you just like. I mean, I I get like multiple people can be loud with that type of situation going on, but I would like to think you would hear some janky asshole elevator in a warehouse. Right, yeah, you know, because it was one of door closed gate yeah. elevator go. <laughs> it's not um, the quietest thing, man. And what's funny is Chris Rock. He he was a fan of the of the Saw franchise. And he just pitched this idea, pitched this idea to Lionsgate, and they were like, "Cool, yeah, you're producer, and you're gonna land the lead role." Yeah, I uh, we discussed before too how I was watching like uh, more information about the movie and Chris Rock speaking himself about how he loves the franchise, he wanted to be a part of it, but he didn't want to be one of those that interrupts the the process that makes it a Saw movie. So he let the writers. He stayed away from it his himself and only added like his his character's kind of comedy to put in the movie, mm-hmm. which again, kind of weird for a Saw movie. There's not too many Saw movies where you chuckle unless you're just like laughing when somebody dies, which that's a whole <laughs> different kind of thing. Uh, but his his comedy in it, we talked like the I feel like he did a lot of like stand up bits. Like, yeah, like the, the Forrest movie, Gump bit we were Forrest talking Gump about at the beginning, and yeah. how I was hoping that that was uh, I was I was hoping that was improv because like the other guys when Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg were talking about like lion and tuna fish, that wasn't even in the script. That was all, <laughs> and that is a scene. No matter how many times I see it, no matter what type of mood that I'm in, I am going to laugh every single fucking time. And it don't take no shit. I mean, I, I can't repeat some of the lines, but he was like, he was friends with no no legged motherfucker, and I was like, oh damn, that's 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 Chris Rock. Yeah, I I, I liked it. Like, even though like there's some of it that I could have done without. I like the whole like just the small stuff too. When they were in, they went into the restroom, and the guy just walked out. He's like, damn, wash your hands. Yeah, dude, like, I laughed so yeah. hard. And it's kind of funny because this came out during COVID. Right. Yeah. So it's like where they were like, oh, wash your hands. And like, that motherfucker, that talk about a dirty <laughs> cop. That's a different type of dirty. That's literal. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one thing I I am kind of stoked on, and regardless of how people may feel about the film, I'm excited that comedians who are just known for being in comedies 
are dipping their foot in horror, man. You have Jordan Peele, you have David Gordon Green, Danny McBride. Um, you know, I loved Get Out. I loved Us. I, I loved the 2018 of Halloween. Um, yeah. I'm very excited for Halloween Kills. I'm, I cannot wait for that movie to come out. Didn't they do, are they, is that another one where they, because uh, I know they said they're already making the next two movies that they were filming back to back, I believe, weren't they? I, yeah, I, I don't know if uh, if all of it last year like did anything with that. Um, True, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything. But yeah, they um, were yeah, supposed to do it back to back. That. I do kind of hope, like, and I even say it with, with Scream. I do kind of hope they kill off Sidney Prescott or any of the big three on Scream, but I do kind of hope Laurie Strode goes out in a fight. And then uh, the last Halloween is just her granddaughter and her mother or something of that aspect. I, I honestly, before I knew that they were making more uh, with these Halloween movies, I honestly thought that's what it was going to be. I thought this Halloween movie was going to be like the nail in the coffin, Laurie Stroud going out, like taking Michael with her sort of thing. And I would have been okay with it, but yeah. I'm happy that they are going with more of the story. I was, when I watched that, I went to the theaters to watch that and I was surprised. Like, I thought it went kind of fast, even though it was still a longer movie. It just, I was so into it that I was yeah. so upset that it ended. That's, like that's, I, that's some of my favorites, though, too. Like, granted, I didn't have the runtime as some, but I like the Suicide Squad, for example. That's a two hour plus movie. It did not feel like a two hour feel plus like it movie. at all. Nope. It felt like a normal 90, 90 to 100 minute movie. And I was just I was strapped in for the ride, man. Yeah, I like, I like it when movies go long. That actually makes sense. Yeah. Like So, yeah, I thought. I thought that uh, Suicide Squad was pretty good with that one, but I love James Gunn too. So he is. Uh, I, I do feel that man can do no wrong. Like I think, yeah. if I had to put a gun to my head, my favorite, and it could be biased because this is a horror podcast, but I do think Slither might be my favorite thing he's done. Yeah, I still, I'm a big Guardians one. Like that was like that movie made me cry within the first ten minutes of it being on. Like, I mean that that man made two comic book movies that would be fucking difficult to make, and he did them phenomenally. Oh yeah, we can backtrack the spiral. But did you catch any of the Easter eggs in Spiral though? Uh not that I. What did you see? So there was one big one, and I actually went like I like went back to make sure I wasn't tripping. But it was another one where they referenced Pulp Fiction, like really? when. Angie went in there to the room where she got tortured with the wax. Uh, the safe, the big safe door, like it says, Vincent and Jules safe. Are, are I Vincent. was wondering what it said on the on the door. Yeah, and I was like, I know I'm not tripping, and I went back and, and I was like, and Zeke is another thing. Like that's part of Samuel Jackson's like Ezekiel, oh, whatever. Yeah. I didn't put that together until like yesterday. <laughs> Fuck, you're gonna make me watch clever. this movie again, dude. Hey, you know you can just watch the scene. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I do feel like it's one that's gonna grow on me a little bit more than some of the yeah. other ones. Like you said, I think they did a lot of good things, right? Like I did like how they limited what did they they did they show Billy the puppet outside of just like a picture on the the board that they were piecing everything together? No, they and all they did was show. I don't. 
I don't remember seeing Billy. I remember seeing a picture of John Kramer. Yeah, I saw the John Kramer. There was one with the crackhead from Saw 3. I could be wrong on that. Isn't there, there was, a crackhead like in everyone besides the first I mean, one? true, true. But there, it was one I mean, like... they're the easiest targets. It was one like not important character <laughs> that was on there. But that one I saw... I, I watched it again after I like went into IMDb and saw some of the trivia stuff and went to the board and just paused it and look at different things. Uh, but I like, I like, I think you brought it up last time too, how they used the, that new pig in a police suit, like mm-hmm. puppet, like marionette sort of thing as the, yeah, new that was, thing. so speaking of that, that was uh, something I didn't catch the first time around, but with the whole Samuel L. Jackson ending with the marionette how the right. movement how the movements go i don't want to spoil too much everybody fucking dies it's a saw movie right. but, <laughs> um, all but one but yeah so that was uh another thing i didn't pick up on right away yeah i didn't either when i saw it and as i seen it slowly happening with samuel jackson like i was like holy shit and like, i can't amazing I'm trying to put myself in that situation where, like, all right, I got one bullet to hit this small ass target. I wouldn't fucking hit it. I'd, 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 <laughs> yeah, I would have whiffed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At that point, I would have been like, I'm just probably going to turn this on myself because that's the only way. I don't want to. I don't want to die at somebody else's hand. You know? Sorry, Dad. My bad. You better do like pull some uh some wanted shit and try to curve the bullet around. God. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, good movie. I like Spyro the, from the book of Saw. Definitely not, not a Saw movie. Straight up Saw. And I, you know, I don't Saw. know if I don't know if they really need to do another one. You know, because it, it, it felt that at some point, even though it had the all every movie had some type of point. You mean the regular Saw movies? Yeah, I, okay, I did. Yeah. I did feel like at some extent that it's just kind of a money grab. That's how I feel about the Fast and Furious. Being a dead horse dog, you know, for family, yeah, family, family first, <laughs> family first. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, we're gonna wind it down here, um, because it's it's late it for is. both of us. You had a long day at work, I had a short day at work, but had a long day, uh, in my own right. Um, is there anything you're excited that's coming out that we didn't talk about? Uh, like I said, Lamb, that's like one of the main things I'm looking forward to. Um, there was a new show coming out that's going to be on Netflix. I saw that made from the same people that made Haunting of Hill House. Can't think of the name of it, but the trailer came out for it the other day, which I know you don't watch trailers. Yeah, but, but I feel looks, like I would have heard that. It looks phenomenal. Um, I see while I'm talking, if I could pull it up real quick, but it is, it looks good. Like it's so another Mike one of Flanagan those. Is- and his team is doing it uh it just said like from the makers of haunting of hill house okay. and um i'm gonna see i think it is flanagan that's doing it midnight mass oh yeah i heard about that yes it looks yeah. great and yeah. i cannot wait for that to come out um like i say anything that comes out of 824 that captures my interest i'm definitely gonna watch uh, i need to go see the green knight still that's in theaters that looks really good i I definitely want to see that. Some of it got spoiled for me. Um, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about it, but yeah, it is what it is. That's another long run time though, too. So I got to find the time to go sit in the theater for two plus hours. And now that it popped in my head, I'm kind of upset that I didn't think about it. Cause I know we were talking about Scott Pilgrim 
like when I was talking about movies in my top five, another one in my top five is uh, the Lost Boys, like the there original. You go. There I you really, go. I, I really want to write a good sequel for that movie because the other sequels were dog shit. You know, uh, I don't know if I've actually seen any other sequels because I don't know if I can bring myself to it. Nope. <laughs> I probably will. And no one's called what the tribe and the tribe. And then the other, other one was more based on the brothers, uh, the, the frog brothers. The main, yeah. The frog brothers. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I know they put out some comics about it and shit like that too, to like alleviate the story, but nah, nah, I want to write like a, like a good, good sequel to that. <laughs> I always had a passion to try to write that for the lost boys. You want to know a secret? Mm. It doesn't need it. It it doesn't. It doesn't. But I love that movie so much. I would definitely say that's my favorite vampire movie. Yeah, like that, that is uh that is one that I watched a lot and I listened to the soundtrack a lot. Oh yeah. Oh, um, you cry little sister, dude. When that song plays. Oh uh, good hey, good time tonight. Get that saxophone. Chills. Yeah. Oh set a sax man dog with the muscle <laughs> shirt and that I think, hair i think they made a, a funko pop with him too i have to double check get that the fuck out of here, i dude. think i think so then i think then, so then technically that's the only lost boys funko pop i'm missing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> i don't have any right now um well chad if uh if my people that listen to this all five of them uh like what they're hearing where can they find you at uh, I have Powder Inc. on Instagram, and hopefully that's uh, something I started out with. I'm about to try to do more content with that. It's like a, for pro wrestling. I think I might convert into like just a straight up pop culture kind of Instagram page okay. for movies and shows and comics, and it'll probably still be more wrestling than anything. Okay, uh, but that'd be like the one and the only thing I have going on, and I definitely want to start again hopefully maybe start a podcast with me you and our other wrestling friends with that yeah we went from like seven at work down to like three. Oh yeah and, and like there's a few of us but at least there's at least one so <laughs> <laughs> so give that uh give that page a plug i guess pile driver underscore ink right i believe so yeah pile driver underscore inc uh that you actually made the uh the art for for the display page the profile I did. picture i did that very drunk too yeah because I, I remember i told you that i made something so like i put something so stupid and you just messaged me randomly it was like here yeah how about this <laughs> and i was like okay yeah Maybe i'll you guys take that like a dick doing it that way yeah like hey no, this is no. just use this instead i was like i wasn't expecting to ask anybody <laughs> to make something for me i was pleasantly surprised by it i was happy with it luckily i got friends that are better artists than me that i can like hey can you please do this for me <laughs> <laughs> all right chad well it's been a pleasure to have you on thank you oh, thank and you hopefully you know me. when i hit stop on this one it's not gonna mess up and we don't have to do this all over again fingers crossed and then third time's a charm at that one then man all right buddy we have a good rest of your night all right love you love you well thank you so much to chad for taking the time to redo that episode uh that was fun uh, I was really, really mad at myself when Zoom did not save the original one, but this one was a lot better, uh, especially at my end. But again, thank you always for listening. Um, as always, at From the Depths on Instagram, Depths Pop. Man, I don't remember what my Twitter is. I gotta. I always say that, don't I? I always say I never use it. I post like maybe once a month on there. Uh, I still am doing 
the free stickers uh, since I'm starting this back up. So if you enjoy the show or you just want free shit, on Apple Podcasts, five-star rating, send me a screenshot. I will send you a sticker bundle for free. I also have some t-shirts. I cannot fucking talk tonight. I'm not redoing that. T-shirts left over, uh, limited sizes. Uh, if you're interested in one, don't click the link in the in the Instagram bio right now. Just DM me, um, and we'll figure that out. And as always, guys, I will see you on the other side. Take care.